You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike B. And this your co-host, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Hey, let's have a party in Hawaii. But I'm telling y'all, man, this interview is something everybody need to lock and load and listen to if you want to be a part of a great thing that's coming up for us, all-star football games. That's right, I said all-star football games. We have Mr. Rich Miano, a part of the Hula Bowl. It's something nice. Wouldn't everybody want a trip to Hawaii, all expenses paid, and to go and do what you love? Well, that's what we're here to talk about. The Hula Bowl provides a chance for all the young athletes in college football to come and get an opportunity to play an all-star game in Hawaii. Let me tell y'all something. I had a chance and an opportunity to play in an all-star game. Now, it was in Santa Monica. I mean, Santa Ana, California, called the Heritage Bowl. It was amazing. It was a blast. We got off the plane. You know, they took us to the hotel. It was nice. So I can only imagine how it is flying to Hawaii and going to a bowl game to the land in a place where everybody dreamed to go for us in the United States. would love to have a vacation at. But without further ado, I'm going to quit running my mind and let Simo bring him on. How you doing, Mr. Rich? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Hawaii and uh, excited to talk to hey, both it's of you. It's a blessing to have you on, and I wish me and Mike was right in front of you doing this interview. Yeah, you know, that, that's the beautiful thing about uh, having an all-star college football game in the most beautiful place in the United States, if not the world. You know, these are memories a one-week, all-expenses, beautiful hotel, ground transportation, food, Polynesian shows, and, of course, it culminates with an all-star game in front of at least uh, 50 to 100 NFL scouts, all 32 teams represented. The uh, XFL was here last year. The Canadian Football League was here. We even had representatives from the, from the world WWE, World Wrestling uh, Entertainment uh, Organization. So this is a week that these young men will remember their rest of their lives, even if they become Drew Brees, Reggie White, uh, guys like Deion Sanders, Tony Dorsett, Eric Dickerson. It don't matter what levels you reach. You'll never forget an all-expense. No, you won't. And me and Mike, we plan our we, – we are truly planning on coming over there, watching the bowl game, getting all the photos and videos and the excitement that you just said. We definitely want to come over there and do that. But, Mr. Rich, how do you feel being, to me, you Mr. Hawaii. You played high school ball in Hawaii. 
you went to University of Hawaii, you played in the Hula Bowl game, and then you went to the NFL. How does that feel to be now running the Hula Bowl? Well, as you mentioned, you know, I also coached in the game uh, years back as well, and I've kind of done that full circle. But uh, being from the state of Hawaii, actually playing high school football here, and it's an incredible uh, high school atmosphere for football because there's no professional teams. And then going to the University of Hawaii and playing at the University of Hawaii was uh, quite a great experience as well. You know, we uh, were a very formidable football team uh, that sent a whole bunch of guys to the National Football League. And as you know, Polynesian people, and that's what really represents this great melting pot we live in, uh, per capita sends more guys to the NFL than any other ethnicity. So when you talk about, you know, these Samoans and Tongans and Hawaiians, they make great football players, but they also, it's a great host culture here. So then playing in the National Football League, you know, at the, at the highest level with the Philadelphia Eagles, New York Jets, and Atlanta Falcons for 11 years, it, it enabled me to see uh, and be a part of, uh, you know, this great sport that we all play that brings so many people together. And in these times, whether it's, you know, uh, the epidemic of COVID or it's the racial strife or racial injustice, it's a wonderful sport to bring all races together to play this beautiful game in the most beautiful place in the world. It, so definitely, it definitely is. And with having it being in Hawaii and you getting to run the show, how, how did they actually pick you to be the one to run it? Because I know you was the liaison for University of Hawaii and you connected with all the scouts. So it seemed per like a perfect job for you, but how did they actually go about picking you? Yeah, I think they wanted to have boots on the ground, so to speak, somebody that knew the landscape, somebody that understands the, the you know, this uh, complex game of football with the ability to understand, you know, college football, the 132 FBS teams, as well as the FCS. And uh, we had the Division Two Players of the Year, Division Three Players of the Year. We had uh, three players from Japan. We also had two players from Australia. So this is an international game and this is an international destination. So you know, having been part of football my whole life uh, and business, we have nonprofits, we have uh, other businesses here in the state of Hawaii. I thought that, you know, they, the owner, Nick Logan, and his daughter, Jennifer, who runs the game, uh, really vetted the situation uh, as, as much as possible. And uh, I, I think myself, along with my wife and our organization, uh, she's being of Hawaiian descent, was the perfect uh, representatives to uh, get this game not only played for the first time in close to uh, 15 years, but this is the 75th annual Hula Bowl and the festivities, uh, you know, of showing this great state in its great culture was a huge part of uh, the CBS national broadcast, as well as uh, I mentioned before a week that these players will never forget because they learned how to uh, do the haka or the ha'a, as it's called in Hawaii, which is a Hawaiian warrior dance. They learned uh, about this great culture of ours, and I think they saw the natural beauty as well as the, the people that are so appreciative of giving uh, to this great Mr. Rich, you took one of my questions, man. I was going to definitely ask you about that dance. And, you know, but I'm a, you know, I'm going I'm to ask you some more on it. But before we get started on that, could you please enlighten us on how you started your journey 
in the game of football, how you end up, you know, it started falling in love with the game of football as well. Well, it started when I was a young kid in Brockton, Massachusetts, the home of Marvin Hagler and Rocky Marciano, the former shoe capital of the world, which is 6,000 miles away from Hawaii. But when my family moved here to Hawaii, you know, it was a difficult transition for us because we were not uh, used to or didn't understand both the Polynesian culture and the Asian culture and all the different cultures that make up this great diverse state. Uh, so when I was in high school, it was really uh, playing football to kind of be one of the boys, to be part of, you know, the, the group of guys that play this sport and to be accepted in this community, in this state. And uh, fortunately, we won the state championship. I made all state first team. We, you know, I ended up going to the University of Hawaii where I got drafted by the New York Jets. But it's been a long journey. But I think, uh, as most people will tell you that play this game, it's the ability to, you know, the adversity, the resiliency, uh, teamwork, leadership, um, the ability to understand, to be humble in loss and also humble in victory, but also to prepare for what I think is the most strategic game that's played. And uh, just to be part of that, this state and represent both of those and, and trying to do what the Aloha spirit, I think, is important. Mr. Rich, I love everything you're talking about, and I can tell you have a true love and passion for the game. But if you could give us some insight in the story behind the great warrior dance that we see. Now, hey, before I go on, everybody, if you don't know, just Google what I'm saying, the, the Hawaii Warrior Football Dance. It'll just pop up all over YouTube, all over Google. I've seen this dance so many times, and I always wonder how it got started or maybe even what's the history behind it. If you could, give us some insight on that. Well, it's kind of a war chant, and it's kind of a prideful thing for these warriors who uh Obviously, you know, the most popular one is the Haka, which is in New Zealand, that uh, I think if you Google that H-A-K-A Haka, you'll see the All Blacks, which is one of the world's most famous rugby team worldwide. And again, they do that before every game. And then the Hawaiian version is the Ha'a, which is H-A-H-A, which again, H-A-A, excuse me, uh, just H-A-A Ha'a. And that is also something that's very prideful. So when you go to these communities, to these high schools, and even in Texas, and even in certain parts of the United States, if there is a Polynesian community, that will be taught to the African-Americans. That will be taught to the, the, uh, uh, the Caucasians. That will be taught to the Asians. And that is a prideful thing for them because... It's a way to get ready for war. And although football is not war, it's probably as close to, to war as you can get in terms of strategy, in terms of fighting legally and within rules and parameters. So I think it becomes very popular. And our goal here at the Hula Bowl is to make sure that every player, no matter what ethnicity they come, to, come from, understands this great culture, the, the great qualities of these Polynesian people, because the respect that they have for coaches, for teachers, for mentors, for elders is something we can all learn from. And the respect for one another is something as well. So it's a wonderful 
thing for all to become educated with. And the more I think you understand about different cultures and ethnicities and, 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 and stuff of that nature, we Mr. all Rich, you know people. what I love the most about the hula bowl is the fact that you spoke on it already, but you gave you give every player at each level opportunity to show that they can play at the next level. And not a lot of all-star games give that opportunity. Yeah, and we want to make sure that we're inclusive of all of the different conferences, the different uh, divisions, the FBS, the FCS, uh, uh, the Division Two and Division Three players of the year, as we mentioned earlier, because, you know, we understand the SEC and we had a bunch of players from LSU. We had a bunch of players from all the major conferences. We want to make sure that we're represented by just not these guys that you necessarily see on television on Saturday afternoon uh, playing for national championships. There's good fo football players throughout America that deserve to have one last chance to be in front of the NFL, the CFL, and to get a, one more opportunity to show that even though they didn't go to the biggest colleges in America, they still can play football at the National Football League level. If you look at the amount of free agents, the amount of small college players that are in the National Football League, that play in a Pro Bowl, that play in a Super Bowl, that, you know, the Jerry Rices of the world, uh, there's a whole bunch of different guys that because they didn't go to big colleges, they need more exposure and opportunity, what I call X's and O's, X. For exposure over and Mr. Rich, another thing I love about it too is y'all had big time coaches to come in and coach on top of having all the scouts. Like I know the players had to love that. Oh, the players loved Rex Ryan. They loved Mike Smith. Mike Smith took Atlanta to a Super Bowl. Mike Smith is the winningest coach in Atlanta history. Rex Ryan, the name speaks for itself between he and his brothers and his dad. Buddy Ryan, I mean, it's almost the first family of football. In and, and the Rex loves Polynesia. Rex loves Polynesian players. Rex loves his players, no matter what ethnicity they are. And, you know, I think he had one of the funnest weeks of his life. You know, after practice, he would get in a plane and fly to the Big Island and go swimming at nighttime with manta rays. You know, he'd be jumping in the ocean surfing. There was all kinds of things that, you know, these coaches did. And they, they assembled a staff of professionals from defensive coordinators to special teams coordinators to assistant coaches. So now these young players are getting coached by NFL coaches at the highest level. They're there to take notes. They're there to study. They're there to uh, enjoy this culture. But they're, they're first and foremost as a test of their abilities. So this is a job interview. Mr. Rich, I really appreciate everything you were saying. Man, I mean, when you talking, I just I get excited. I know Simo feel the same way. It feel like I'm talking to a governor or something, but slash sports center reporter too. I mean, I could tell you a great storyteller, man, and I'm loving everything I'm hearing. And I'm pretty sure everybody loves to be around you. You're a person that they love to see here. But I love even more what you're giving to the game, like my co Simo said, and giving these guys an opportunity to play the game of football and try to get to the next level. Now, with that being said, could you give some insight on other things that you are involved in in the community over there in Hawaii? 
Yeah, we have a nonprofit uh, called Hawaii Speed and Quickness where we teach young people uh, to, to learn how to not only we give them an educational curriculum, we give them guest speakers, we give them nutrition, but we teach them how to become uh, bigger, stronger, faster, self-confident, the ability to play all sports. I mean, we've trained everybody from football players to surfers and every sport in between that, both genders, all ages, and we make it uh, free and accessible to all. I'm also the director of football for the Polynesian uh, Bowl, which is a huge high school football game, one of the biggest high school all-star games in the nation, also on CBS Sports. Uh, there's a, we have a company called GPA, which is a Gridiron Performance Academy. We do clinics in Las Vegas. We do uh, this whole Polynesian brand that is really taking off at the highest level, uh, which I which was so proud of giving Polynesian people representation, not only in our Hall of Fame, not only in our bowl game, not only in our combine and clinics throughout America, but uh, just just a voice to under, for people to understand uh, and, and, and be educated on this. Mr. Rich, culture. I appreciate having you on today, and I'm going to go ahead and open up the floor and give you an opportunity to give some insight on things you may have coming up for the Hula Bowl and any other information you would like to provide to the football fans out there. Well, you know, again, we hope and we're currently negotiating this contract to be on CBS uh, Sports. And uh, we also uh, are in the process of evaluating players. You know, with this pandemic, we're, we're not too sure in terms of the whole college football or the high school football landscape, for that matter, the National Football League. But we hope that this great sport is uh, played again and played again soon and played again safely because I think it gives entertainment. I think it gives uh, uh, the, the, the people of this great country the opportunity to see a sport that they so thoroughly enjoy. So, um, you know, we're going to have this Hula Bowl. It's going to be the 75th annual. It's scheduled for January 31st. 2021 here in the great state of Hawaii and we're hoping for you know not only representation in terms of uh, great players but also a television audience also people that come to the state of Hawaii to see this game and, and enjoy this uh, beautiful state that we have so um, we're just excited about the 75th annual at one time as both of you know I mean, we had the greatest players in America. If you name a Heisman Trophy winner, an Outland Trophy winner, a Lombardi Trophy winner, a first-round draft pick, a Super Bowl MVP, they're all part of the Hula Bowl. We now also have, you know, obviously there's a Senior Bowl, there's an NFLPA game, there's an East-West Shrine game. But I think we've given an option for these players throughout the country to, again, be evaluated, a job interview with the NFL. And I think that this is a great event and a great place. And I'm so glad you've just heard Rich Miano. And I'm telling y'all, hey, if I had an opportunity, I sure enough put my helmet, cleats, and pads on, and I'm going to Hawaii, baby, to the Hula Bowl. That's right. The Hula Bowl is something that's special. And, and y'all heard the rich history he just laid out. And I mean, he had me so in tune. I'm doing an interview, but I, I'm almost like I'm a person just listening. Because I'm so excited and I love what he's saying and what he's doing for us giving these kids an opportunity. And I'm telling y'all, life in football is going to be down with the hula bowl, baby, forever. So I'm going to leave y'all like I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down. 
or else you'll fall to the ground. It's the Life of Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football.